Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. Hello, Andy. Hey, Patrick. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, Andy. Thanks, man. You know, the audience doesn't know this. I'm going to go behind the curtain a little bit, but you just did a countdown, like one of those silent ones. I did a silent countdown, yes. And that was great. That was really... <laughs> You've never done one of those You pumped before. up? <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> Five, four... And you can't see yeah. me counting down with my uh-huh. hand, but it was it was great. Man. It was amazing. We, we That's are, how real podcasts are on. Exactly. <laughs> We're legit now, right, Patrick? <laughs> We're like, wait, we can use our fingers on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Now that we're in episode 51, we do a silent Dude, countdown. we crossed the threshold. I was reading some, just, just so you guys know, I was reading something the other day uh, about um, if you make it past 50 episodes in a podcast, like from an analytics standpoint, Okay. if you make it past 50, whether or not anybody's listening, I don't like, that's beyond, but if, if you make it past 50, you're like something like 90%, you're like in the, not the high echelon of podcasts, but most podcasts. Wow. Don't make it to fifty episodes. No way. And we did. We're on fifty-one. That's and amazing. we're just we're just getting started. We were simmering for a couple years there, but now, man, we're <laughs> we're full on boiling. So this is gonna get good. This is gonna get good. I'm excited, Patrick, yeah. for for fifty and fifty and fifty. Wait, tons more episodes, right? It's gonna be so good. Let's do it though. Okay, what's our what's what's our topic? By the way, just real quick recap on the live. Yeah. Before we get started, did you did you like doing the live Man, podcast? That was so fun. That was fun. I want to do that again. We should do it again. We should just hire people to follow us around <laughs> when we do podcasts. <laughs> follow us around. Like we're in a room. We could put we could fit one, two, three. We could put four people in here. Oh yeah, you're right. And they could just they could just be here like an audience in this room. <laughs> That's what I always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> And I love how you want to hire them, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll hire four people. Well, you got to hire them. It's like usertesting.com. They have to be paid, right? So they'll do high-quality user testing. Maybe. Or, I mean, I mean biased user testing. Biased Sorry. user testing. I apologize for that. <laughs> Our podcast is sponsored by usertesting.com. Uh, no. <laughs> we have a lot of unofficial sponsors, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell, LaCroix. Taco Bell, LaCroix. We should put a list together of unofficial sponsors and then send them like a, <laughs> a like an invoice. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, we've been promoting you on our podcast for 50 episodes. <clears throat> I'll get that right together. <laughs> uh, what's our real topic, Andy? Uh, what does the machine say? Let's find out. So I just did a, a random... I randomly generated a number. Well, I didn't. Somebody, you know, a computer did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> and then that number you're going to use to select from a list of topics, right? That's right. So it's it's a random selection list of topics. Yes, topics so that were submitted by our kind, our beautiful, lovely, yeah, beautiful listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and today's topic, Patrick. Um, is brought to us by Patrick Bourne. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Matt Bourne. <laughs> Patrick Bourne. Uh, I'm doing great. Like to meet that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Quit, that's my alias. <laughs> I'm sorry. Matt, 
Matt Bourne. Not Patrick Bourne. That was, <laughs> I was just looking into your eyes when I said the name. Yeah. I know you can get lost <laughs> in that. <laughs> it's a dark, hopeless tunnel. <laughs> anyway, Matt, Matt Bourne. I feel like I feel like Matt Bourne submitted a topic and we used it like two episodes ago, two or three, right? Yeah, he's he submitted a lot of good topics. Yeah, and this is yet another one from him. So thank you, Matt Bourne, for submitting a topic. Um, and this one's a great one. Matt Bourne wants to know what does senior mean, and I assume this is in the context of a designer, um, not not, um, an not older, the elderly, yeah, not an older person. <laughs> I believe the age is sixty-four, right? Will you become a senior? That's right. <laughs> Well, and it means <laughs> it means you get to go to IHOP and you at four, uh-huh. and you get a discount on your food. You get to yell at kids in in public. You get to yell at kids, your kids yeah. you know. Um, you get to like point shotguns at them, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That sounds scary. Did that happen to you when you were a kid? <laughs> it did happen to me, Patrick. Really? You threatened me with a shotgun. Some old dude threatened you with a shotgun. Literally, get out of my yard, sort of deal. When I was like five years old. Holy cow! <laughs> he didn't point it at me, but he like was holding a shotgun. Yeah. Like to threaten my was life. He, was it pointed down? He was. It was pointed up. Or was so he like the? Yeah, yeah it, it was. Like it this. was pointed up. Yeah. He's like, get off my lawn, son! Get out of my yard. Five year old, <laughs> you're threatening my flowers. <laughs> Um, wow. So I, we should I, dig into that next time. We should. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Matt wants to know, what does senior mean? Is it years of experience on paper? Is it delivery speed? Is it about thinking differently, more Ooh. holistically, or favoring actuals over hypotheticals? Ooh, I like that. Is it providing structure for others? Ooh. So Those are all good. Did he answer the question? He didn't answer it. He just oh. has lots of great questions in that big question. I'd say yes, all of those. <laughs> Is it all of those? <laughs> Is it years of experience on paper, Pat? Uh, I think you have to have. I think years of experience, uh, I think, goes into that. I think that plays into that. I don't know what if there's a number. Mm-hmm. Like if it's like seven. I think because it, it depends, right? Again, this is another it depends question. Because I think some people... Um, depending on talent, skill level, whatever, th- their practice, yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, I think they can become senior quicker than maybe other people, depending on maybe where they work and stuff. I would say the general scope of it in the design world is probably around five-ish years. Okay. Yeah. With with design experience, that would be my gauge. Mm-hmm. So whether you've come from whether you did, let's say you did three years of graphic design experience and two years of UX experience, I'm not maybe sure you're, I, I wouldn't say that you were senior in the UX world, but I think you would be considered a senior designer and probably have a lot of qualities that would that would lend to it. But if you put another year in your belt, you know, then maybe, yeah. I don't know. But I think just in design in general, I think, I don't think it has to be specific. Yeah. To the to the realm of design. Well, but. what you're saying is as a as a manager, if you get a resume like for a senior, like someone's applying to a senior design job mm-hmm. and it has like two years experience, you would probably question that. Right. If it's. Yeah. Are you, are you saying in terms of like UX experience or yes. product design experience? Yes. Yeah. I would probably be like, well, let me look at the graphic design work that they've done mm-hmm. and see how applicable it is. But like I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say this is where the years things get tricky and the title gets tricky, right? I wouldn't say that a person with eight years of experience as a graphic designer wouldn't be a um, a senior level product designer if they haven't 
done it before. Yeah. But I think, but I think you take that into consideration. I don't think you say like, oh, this person's been, um, this person's done graphic design for two years and, uh, let's say product design or UX design or something for four years. I wouldn't say like, they're not a senior. Like, I think that would be where they, I think that would, that's a senior designer. So fly in here. Yeah, or something. Fly. <laughs> um, <laughs> you but I'd say around the five year, the five year mark. <laughs> We do have one audience member with us today, Andy. Excuse <laughs> 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 in our business. So um, in five years, it would be like, let, let's say somebody is a, a junior mid-level designer and they've been like doing it for six years. You're, you're wondering why they haven't been turned into a senior designer, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think, well, sort of. I think it, it's all relative, though. The year thing is sure. relative, and that's why Matt Bourne went into other things, right? Yeah. Because I think what I think that's only piece of it. That's like, it's it's just like saying, hey, do you have experience? It's like if you were to go, uh, if you had, let's say you bought a, let's say, hey, Andy, let's let's say you were taking your Lamborghini in to get it fixed. Yeah. Because you own one, yeah, right? I have to do that all the time. Yeah. Because so, I, I drive it so fast, it needs a lot of yeah, maintenance. Yeah, a lot of maintenance. Yeah. So you go in, you've got a Lamborghini, you want to get your oil changed, right? Do you go? Do you want Do you want that changed by a guy or girl who's only been doing it three years or six years? Six years, Patrick. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. It's like, it's like you do, there's an experience level there. I've done this a bunch of times, I know. Hmm. And I think some people can get there quicker, like in five years. Yeah. And I think some year it might, it might be, some people, it might be like a 10-year thing. Mm-hmm. I think it also depends on where you work. Yeah. I think that's a large part of it. That's interesting. So you're kind of, you kind of use that to compare against others, right? So yeah. let's say you get a bunch of resumes, a bunch of applications from designers you know, you're the hiring manager and you're going to be able to say this person's been doing it for this long versus somebody else who's been doing it for less or more time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to, to help you with with that amount of time. But it's not the most important factor. And it doesn't mean as soon as you turn, you know, five as a UX designer that you should, you know, get that promotion yeah. to a senior designer. It's not yeah. exactly the way it should work. Right. Yeah. Because there's other things that like Matt brought up in his in his question. You have delivery speed. You have. Um, you know, a particular skill set that you offer, you have mentoring, you have all kinds of other things too that I think yeah. goes into that. I think maturity, I think design maturity is greater than years of experience. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I mean by that is I always use this. I told you guys this, right? My, my analogy is like when you first start out as a designer, you think you know everything. Right. And so you think you're really good and you think you're really great and you're not really, but you think you are. And then you spend the first couple of years designing and kind of practicing. And then you get to a point where it's like, I, I'm, I think, I feel like I'm doing my best work. And I think when you feel like that, like you still feel like you feel accomplished. You feel like you've got, you've got a nice path. You've, you've built a little bit of a legacy and you feel like you can take on anything. And then there comes a moment where you go, I'm a horrible designer. Like you, you get you get yourself built up to where you're like I'm confident, I'm confident, I'm confident. And then the, like the, like a like a like a dark cloud of humility rains in. <laughs> and it says you're like, "Oh, I'm, I'm not great, you know. I'm not very good." And I think that is the level of design maturity when you realize you're probably at a more senior level mm-hmm. or or moving into more of a senior level yeah. when you can actually when you actually know what makes your design 
good or bad and you understand that it's not great yeah. most like a lot of times it might not be great mm-hmm. and you're fine with that and you don't you don't think you're like <laughs> god's gift to design every <laughs> moment of your life yeah that's really great i like that so it's a it's a maturity level yeah and that's something that you are trying to gauge when you're you know interviewing when you're looking to hire somebody is definitely like you're looking at their years of experience but you really want to know like how do they design and how yeah. how humble of a designer they are <laughs> and or in other words like as you're saying mature as yeah. a designer they are because like puberty handy <laughs> we all mature at different rates like you may have matured when you were 12 and i may have matured when i was 23 like uh-huh. we just mature at different rates <laughs> We just grow up differently, right? Is that why you couldn't grow a beard at all? Until yeah, well, I still can't technically. This is this is all glued on. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think there's. I think I think if I if I look at it from a hiring manager standpoint, in my experience, I would be like, I use the five years as a gauge when I look at their resume, mm-hmm. as like, is this person a senior designer, or or is this person a possible senior designer, or are they faking it? Right? Are they a Dev Mountain student? Are they a Lambda School student that just like you know what I mean? Or are they right out of, right out of you know, U of U or something like that? Or do they only have like a couple years of experience? So I, I gauge it as like a quick thing. And then you, you'd have to dive deeper into the other stuff. Yeah. The maturity aspect of it. Awesome. So I think delivery speed is definitely interesting. Um, yeah. This is, this is something that I think is hard to gauge. Because um, designers, you know, the product side of things, we don't typically track velocity. So meaning like how long does it take us from start to finish on a project? Um, this is also difficult because all projects are, are not treated equally. They all, they're yeah. all different. Um, some are really small and some are big. So um, how, how do you actually track delivery speed in a designer? Is that something that, that <clears throat> managers are actually looking at with, with their team? Is that something you've experienced, Patrick? Um, I don't know. From a managing standpoint, I don't think it's ever really... It's never been an issue whereas where people aren't delivering quick quickly enough. But there's never... I, I've never personally had a metric on how fast that you... Yeah. Like somebody would have to deliver. Because, yeah, everything's different. You can't, you can't compare what one person's building and what the next person is designing over. You can't compare the two and say who's faster. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing you can, like you can with a senior designer, there's a lot of steps that there's a lot of steps that you don't go through because you just know how to do it versus like somebody who's, who's, um, not as seasoned in the industry. And I think that does add to speed. Yeah. Um, but I think speed, there's a, there's a level to speed, right? If you go too fast, you're not experimenting enough. If you experiment too much. Um, you're not moving fast enough. I think speed, if I was to gauge anything based on speed, it would be how quickly somebody comes up with a decision, whether that decision is right or wrong. I think mm-hmm. how quickly can they make a decision? Because I assume senior designers know how to make a decision. They don't just waffle for ever. Yeah. But I've also met people that are senior designers that can't stop designing ever. So it's, you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, it's, they just it's keep going and going and going. They get in perfectionist mode and they keep going and going and going. Yeah. But I think that goes into the maturity side of it is like, yeah, there comes a point like what you talked about, I think it was the last podcast about, you know, when done is 
it may not be perfect, but you know when done is. Yeah. And I think that's more of a trait of a senior level person when they know, like I like I can either plan it out in my head, I know this, or just by sheer experience, like I get to a point I'm like I think this is pretty much done. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, this this solves the problem we're setting out to solve, right? Yeah. Um, versus like yeah, keep going deeper and deeper. Yeah. Or like on other tangents. Yeah, totally. And I think that that can can equate to speed, but I don't know if speed's the gauge. Yeah. So. Because there is something like uh, you can, as a junior designer, you tend to like experiment more with design. Like when you're designing stuff, you you tend to work more, Mm -hmm. honestly, and you tend to, you know, design more artboards and ideate more because you don't really know. You haven't, you don't have an experience of doing this particular thing 10 times or whatever. Mm -hmm. As a senior, you just kind of go to the one thing that's in your brain. And I think that is also can, I, I think speed is also a negative thing. Yeah, when you were when you were saying going to the one thing in your brain, that's yeah. that kind of brought up a red flag for me. <laughs> yeah, because I think I think we do that. Like we say, like we I've seen this before. Here's the solution, right? Mm-hmm. This is how Facebook does it. This is how Google does it. Um, whereas I think it is definitely important to explore, not to take you know months to explore a design, but it's important to um, explore different possibilities, right? Yeah. Um, not that as a designer, you always have to reinvent the wheel for every project, um, which is also a, it's a, a bad thing to go into that rabbit hole. But um, at the same time, you might not need to do something the same way somebody else does it just because yeah. you've seen it before. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it's really important to explore, but I think a good way to do it is to explore in a very abstract way. And I guess what I mean by that is like in the wireframing stage. Like you can like do really quick exploring there mm-hmm. versus if you're in high fidelity design and you start exploring, you're going to like, it's going to take you forever to do it. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think you should explore as a designer, but you as a senior should be mature enough to know when to stop exploring yeah. and when to start going forward with a solution. Well, and you do, like you said, you do, you tend to, when you get more senior, you realize like there's valuable time to deliver here. Yeah. And if I can speed up my process, how can I? And just based on experience and thinking about that, I think you come up with ways to explore cheaper. Yeah. You know, than yeah. when you first start, because you're kind of on. You you just don't really know. I think too. Well, some seniors uh, that I've met too, they can explore in their brains pretty well. You know what I mean? Like they go they go to lunch and then come back and they've thought about it ten different ways. Yeah. And they they can kind of visualize it a little bit in their head and then come back and then sit down and create that one thing. So I think. I think there is that that can help speed as well, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's necessarily like a trait of somebody. That might be more like a, you know, like a really, really crazy, creative, smart person. That I does want stuff that like superpower. That. I want yeah. to like just like take like <laughs> the afternoon, go do mini golf, and then be like, I know my. And then just think about the design <laughs> the whole entire time. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds great. Like, what if I did this? And in your head, it's like a, it's like a VR thing in your head. You're like, oh, screen here. It's like a be- modern version of Beautiful Mind. It's like, yeah. yeah. No, I have to put things down on paper um, to really like solidify my ideas. Yeah. Um, I do think visualization, though, is a senior designer trait just naturally because you've seen a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think based on your experience, I think you can visualize and describe something better. Yeah. Than say a junior mid level oh, designer. Yeah, totally. You can picture it in your head. You can talk about it easier because you know, you've been there. You know the consequences of what you've done in the past. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> awesome. I don't know. And you're you're a senior designer. What what do you? 
from a hiring management standpoint, there's weird. There's like there's like the year thing, and there's like kind of sp- specific things that you look for when you're hiring mm-hmm. and what you want. The other thing, as a, as a manager, before you go into your thing, as a manager, I do think that a senior designer is required to mentor junior designers and 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 designers that are coming up. You mean that's part of their job? I think it should be part of the job requirement. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you don't want to do that, then I think you probably shouldn't like be a senior designer in my mind yeah yeah <laughs> but maybe that's weird i don't know uh i think that's great for everybody um i think i think it should be an ex- I, I agree with that expectation essentially because it's great to actually do mentoring as a senior and of course great to receive mentoring as a junior from the seniors on that team yeah um and of course from the manager's standpoint it's great to have your designers working together on stuff and that's a great way to do it so um if your team isn't doing that, you should. Yeah, you get an listen, F. Listen to Patrick. If your team is not doing that, and you get an F. Yeah. <laughs> an F for something. I don't know. Yeah. It's for not so fantastic. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, about like my, from the senior designer standpoint, right, versus the manager standpoint. Um, I think also what makes a designer like senior is as as a junior designer, you you're kind of kind of at least this is what i did this is kind of my growth i don't know about everybody else i'm not going to speak about everybody else but as a junior designer um i was definitely more um introspective i i went i took my my solutions and i solved them myself um and i i look you know i went to my seniors and i you know i talked to them and you know got feedback and did stuff and critiques and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but as a senior designer i think you are a lot better at you know talking to people and communicating and being very good at facilitating a design so you're you're like holding meetings where you're actually um getting ideas from developers from other stakeholders of the company um, yeah you're talking you're better at talking to users and better at testing um you're better at like getting uh, a very uh, a design that involves a lot of other individuals ideas versus a junior you're you're not you're super great at doing that sort of thing um you're still just like i have this idea i'm gonna do it and i'll, I'll get a critique on it right? yeah um so i think that's definitely a thing that i look for is like somebody who is uh, who is good at that that sort of thing um, because i think those designs are like they're they're they have a lot of you know strong solutions in them because it doesn't just come from the designer mm-hmm. um, it's it's from more as we talked about this a uh, more mature designer that realizes that their ideas aren't the number one idea yeah. but it's more of like a collection of the right ideas put together into a design for the user is the right idea right yeah. seniors are a lot better at that sort of thing now i'd agree that collaboration design is a collaborative sport right yeah so i think if you're not collaborating then you probably shouldn't be ranked ranked as high as uh other people mm-hmm. right craft comes into play right the craft of like ui layout all that stuff right yes. like visual aspect visual design yeah you are you are color expected to, all that stuff. to have designs that look good yeah that um have you know solid interaction um that's that's standard right <laughs> um <laughs> You should know the difference between like a checkbox and a radio by the time you're a senior. You absolutely should. You should know uh you should know 
like not to use brown, things like that. Not to use brown? Uh, <laughs> you can't use brown? I have seen lots of brown lately, Patrick. Have you really? Yeah, like Spotify has brown in their branding. They not, do now? Not their standard branding, but if you go to like some Spotify landing pages. Yeah, well, all the marketing stuff. All the marketing people the marketing do weird, people. They Dropbox, do weird shit, right? Dropbox yeah. did that stuff. They're putting like pinks and browns yeah, like and oranges really, together and really stuff. Really crazy colors together. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen your design. It's like somebody had a, like a wild night and they came home and threw up in the toilet and were like, whoa, look at that. <laughs> and then they sat down. They sat down and like <laughs> put those colors together on, on a marketing page and went, this is going to get people excited, man. Throw a seraphon on there. Yeah. And then and then somebody the says block that. slab. Dropbox does it and then so everybody Yeah, and then does everybody it. does it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start with that one guy who partied a little bit too hard. Yeah. <laughs> now everybody thinks brown's cool. Brown brown in the interface is not real cool though. I get it like in marketing sites and things sure. like that. I guess I can't say I've seen brown in an interface. <laughs> um, I'm sure I could find some on dribble though. Probably. <laughs> some concept work. Um, no, but you should you should understand basic you know <laughs> basic principles of visual hierarchy and and in fact you shouldn't even understand them you should know how to communicate that with somebody else yeah right like if you if you're a senior designer like a, like a junior designer if you if you go across the spectrum of junior designer to like super senior designer mm-hmm. a junior designer might throw together a layout and then you ask them like why did you put that button there why does that what happens like why did you they wouldn't really know yeah, they like, would just be like i don't know i saw it in our design system yeah. so i did it right they'd be like it's in the design system or it looked good i don't know why yeah. it just looked good yeah. and i think that's that's great that's perfect to have when you're when you're growing but then when you're a senior designer you should be able to have a rationale for that mm-hmm. like if you put a button somewhere next to another button and somebody asks you why you did that, it shouldn't be, oh, because I thought it looked better. Like, I think you should, I mean, maybe it starts that way. Like, oh, it looks better that way because of the visual hierarchy is this, or mm-hmm. we're using an A-pixel grid, so I lined it up here, or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. But, like, you should know why, like, you should know why you're designing yeah. and why you're laying certain things out the way you are. Exactly. Whether the answer is correct or not, I think is debatable because it's subjective, but... Mm-hmm. I think you should at least have the answer. Whereas, like when you're young, it's like I don't know. Uh, Troy did it. He's <laughs> like did that. I, I found him on Dribble. Uh, I don't know. But I think that's also a side of again the maturity level mm-hmm. is you've you've been you don't even have to be more thoughtful. You just kind of know because of your experience. Yeah, just from doing it. Oh yeah, you're putting these buttons down here, and you, then somebody. You don't even like it doesn't occur to you to like write down all the notes I put this button yeah. here because of this, just in case somebody asks me. Yeah. But it's really like I just put it here because I inherently did it. And then somebody yeah. might ask you that and be like, Well, it's because visual hierarchy, it's because yeah, all, all that sort of stuff. So Yeah. Um exactly. I concur, Patrick. You concur? Yeah. Did did <laughs> I mean, is there anything else? We I'm trying to think. Is so let's, what else did he have on his list? Is thinking about is it about thinking differently, more holistically, or favoring actuals over hypotheticals? I thought that was an interesting. Okay, point. so that he's, I think he's right. I think what he's looking at, I think he's correct. So I think um, more senior designers look at the user experience more holistically than junior designers. Mm-hmm. When they're designing something, like when a senior designer, a good sign of a senior designer is when they're designing something, they know how, the, they know in their brain at least, how the user got there to that thing that they're designing, that yeah. interface. If it's three levels deep, four levels deep, they understand how they got there. They've designed for it. They considered it. They did whatever. A classic sign of junior designers is like, 
we just we need a we need this in the calendar or we need this in the inbox or we need this over there and they go okay and they just they that's where they go they go right into that section of the interface and build everything inside there yeah and they don't look outside of it we have that analogy right i drew it on like a whiteboard one day where it's like you have you have a giant whiteboard and it's like if somebody it's like a junior designer would come up and write in like the tiny corner of the whiteboard <laughs> and forget that they have the entire whiteboard yeah to like play with versus i think a senior designer would be like i don't know we maybe i don't need tabs in here if we did it one level up mm-hmm. you know or maybe the path is supposed to go path a will work better than path b in there and that solves my interaction problem whereas i think a junior designer just like goes right into that window of the interface and they yeah. construct everything inside of that box and they're not going to question anything outside of it yeah yeah they don't even look they're like no this is i'm responsible for this box and yeah. i'm going to do whatever's in this box yeah these, these are my boundaries <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess with anybody else's work. Right? So I th- yeah, so I think holistic. I think I think he hits on that holistic thing, which is I think is a good sign of a good sen- uh, senior designer. Which is hard to do though. It is hard to do, especially I mean, if you're working on like different teams. Yeah. Like like you know we did a canopy um, where we had our, our different teams where the designers work in their track with that developer and they own a certain part of the prod- product. And then another team opens another um, owns another part of the product as well. It's hard to work together. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely challenging. But senior designers at least think about how this the thing yeah. they're designing impacts the others and try to coordinate with other other teams as well to make well, sure and that at least makes sense. at least come to a point where they recognize it. Yeah. Uh, I think we. I think everybody struggles with it. I think even you know very. I I would say people who've been doing this 20, 30 years probably. Yeah. Like still struggle with that, and they have to break themselves out of it. But it's the awareness, it's the recognition yeah. of it. And there's a lot of outside pressures too, because <clears throat> other teams have to deal with it too. It's mm-hmm. not just the design; it's also the code. Yeah, it can break across um, two different teams. The the product and the vision of the different you know product managers can break. Yeah, what's the scope of the business? Exactly. Like all that stuff yeah. is so involved in that. There's a lot that goes into that. Not just it's not all on the designer, but he, he brought up another one in there. Was that theoretical? Was he? Um, it was yeah favoring actuals over hypotheticals yeah i i don't know because i i I struggle with this because i feel like um as a senior designer like you you get focused a lot on like the practicality and the actuals of what's happening Mm -hmm. Uh, because again like we were talking about earlier you've done it like sometimes you've done it before so you kind of know what to expect Uh and so i think it's easy to slip out of the theoretical and like that to me lends more toward like that more ideation. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's actually where seniors tend to struggle. Um, but I think, I think a, a really good senior person probably, I don't know if that's a mark of a senior person. I think that's probably similar to what you're talking about holistically, where it's like, it's, it's more of a, the awareness and the recognition of it. And the awareness that you need to improve on that might be more of a mark of a good senior designer. Yeah. But not necessarily like you're senior when you do, when you don't care about theoretical stuff anymore. Like, I don't think that's correct either. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think it's also correct to say like you're senior when you don't think about, when you don't stay in a box anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think those are things that almost come back to get you as a senior designer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you wanna you wanna you know walk that line in your design process. Yeah. You wanna have the 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 part of your design process where you're able to explore, and also parts where you're able to actually execute on yeah. on those actuals. I always felt like you were good at that 
as kind of a senior designer when you when we started when we kind of made you a senior designer here and you started working on that kind of stuff i always thought you still did a good job of exploring avenues um but i think some people lose that do you do you feel like you still explore yeah i still do like to explore i like to have a, a few different options um because there's a lot of times where I think we'll have the right, <laughs> the right solution, yeah. and other people will, or other people will just say, "Here's the right solution. They'll just hand it to me," um, and I like to question that. Yeah, I'm always about you know you know Patrick. I'm always always about questioning authority. You push the boundaries. Yeah, yeah that's for why. Sure. That's why I was always bothering you so much mm-hmm. and questioning all of your <laughs> and all the all methods. Your objectives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. No, but I think that I think that's I think the I think what you brought up is the questioning of that is the the mark of a senior designer. Yeah. Like the the fact that somebody would think about questioning that and be like, "Oh yeah, you brought up an idea, maybe I should explore it." I think that's I think that's a sign of a of a of a mature uh senior designer, mm-hmm. uh somebody who's aware of their place and aware that aware of what design can do and aware that they're like they're not the the sole you know end all be all i know how to do everything i'm the best yeah that's see that's if you're still there you're not a senior designer yet in my mind even if you've been doing it 30 years if you're still a punk to everyone <laughs> like you haven't matured to the point where it's like i get what design's really about yeah you're still back in like i'm an artist all yeah. that kind of crap like by by definition for design, because you're doing yeah. something for somebody else. If you are a punk, as you said, yeah. <laughs> if you're a jerk, you are not a good designer. Well, if you slip into that, well, I don't know if you're not good. No, you're not good. Man. But you're not. You're not. I wouldn't qualify you as like a senior designer that like okay. people should hire. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like maybe they contract you to do their music player or something. That's fine. But like, <laughs> like I don't. I think you can be a good designer, I guess, but not like. You're not a senior level designer because you, you haven't have reached like, that level of maturity. Yeah, you might have like good instincts and stuff like that. Yeah. You might be able to design visually very well. Yeah, you have the craft down and good instincts and yeah, I agree. That's but if you're like the point. genius type designer, is like just give me the requirements and I'll go mm-hmm. design the most. I'll blow your pants off and blah blah yeah. blah. Like if you're that type of person, you're not. You shouldn't be working. A, you shouldn't be working with a team first of all. Yeah. But like B, you're not. I don't think you've matured enough to be to actually call yourself. A senior designer, it's maturity. Like, do you have the gray hairs? Do you, you know? Do you have the experience? Have you been through the ringer? Have you done that? Have you been? Have Have you Have you been a punk and then got yourself humbled enough? <laughs> you know what I mean by outside forces to go. Oh, I get it. <laughs> like that's when you're. That's when you're a senior designer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you said something I was going to mention, Patrick. <laughs> you said the gray hairs. Gray hairs. I think you should have some gray hairs to be a senior designer, right? I mean, you could. How many gray hairs do you need to be a senior designer? He didn't ask this, but this is my question. I don't know. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 one, maybe? One? <laughs> it could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be, like, on your head or anything. <laughs> you just have to prove it. You just can't. It would just make it a little bit more awkward in an interview. Yeah. If that was like, hey, are you a senior designer? Well, I'm a senior designer. Show me your gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we talked about like we've talked about resumes. How how yeah. some people have like like uh, metrics on their resumes, uh-huh. their designer resumes. That could be a metric. Like a like, number of gray hairs. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you correlate the number of gray hairs directly with your design experience? That's the thing. Like, 
just don't know. And some people go prematurely I gray. It. I got it. I got it. So here's how you correlate it. <laughs> I figured it out. I solved it all right now. Done. Let's say. <laughs> here's the algorithm. Everybody get a pencil. <laughs> the more gray hair, the more humble you are. Okay. Because get this. Let's say I've been, I've been doing this for five years, but I have like, like, I don't know how many gray hairs you typically people have, but like I have like 30 gray hairs. Yeah. That means I've been stressing out a lot about my work, right? Which yeah. means I am humble about my work, Patrick. Yeah. So if I am, if I am in the thirties, <laughs> I am, I've, I have five years and I have, gr- and I have no gray hair. <laughs> I haven't been worrying at all about my work. No, Nothing's no. been, I haven't. It has nothing to do with your genetics at all. No, not at all. Not at all. I haven't reached the point where I've been like humble and I'm like staying up at night worrying about my design <laughs> yeah. work because yeah. I, I haven't received any gray hairs yet. So no, that's true. I think, I think, I think we should use that as a metric that's, now. That's exactly. So on your resumes. So I think we solved the dumb portfolio problem. You know how portfolios are horrible. I think we solved that problem of like, if you're a senior designer, just, just submit your gray hairs, <laughs> <laughs> like take a picture of them or pluck them out and send them in, put yeah. them in an envelope, send them in. Yeah. If <laughs> just tear open an envelope as a resume <laughs> with like gray hair in it, <laughs> like you're like, yep, hiring this person. <laughs> I think if we do, okay, like here's my here's my perfect resume for getting a job, Patrick. So I oh, send it an envelope with a bunch of gray hairs. I send it a bunch of like you know paid invoices for for going to therapy mm-hmm. because I've 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 been stressing out my I've been super stressed about all of this this design work I've been doing yeah and um, just just basically send in all the proof that you've you've struggled as yeah. a designer and and that's how you get the your struggle job. yeah you have to you have to talk about the struggle I like that yeah I like that I've been through it you want you want to come in and look haggard yeah like you want to look like an like a like a <laughs> You want to come in and look like a, like a military vet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just be like, <laughs> like, you got an eye patch on. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, that was when my Apple Pencil got to me that one night. <laughs> I fell asleep. I fell asleep with my iPad. <laughs> Late one night working on a design. <laughs> and the Apple Pencil slipped out, jabbed me in the face. Uh, I think about, I think yeah. I think talk that's, about dressing for the job you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love how we're ending here, Patrick. So basically, <laughs> you want to go to an interview, tons of gray hairs, just looking like like crap. Yeah. Um, just looking like you've been there. Yeah. And just just put your humility on display. Yeah. So if you're a junior designer out there. Uh, make sure when you show up for your junior designer job, look shiny, new, polished. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, pluck all your hairs out. Get rid of the gray hairs if you have them. Just get rid of them. Yeah, nothing. Um, show up. Got a job as a junior designer. Done. If you're looking for a senior design gig, uh, don't take a shower for three days. Mm-hmm. Get beat up or in a car accident on the way in. <laughs> uh, like this was this is from my critique last week. <laughs> <laughs> wake up late show up late to the interview and then have a bunch of excuses like man i don't know i i saw some visions out in the parking lot i just had guns and i just couldn't get out of my head 
They're like, you're hired. PTSD. Done. Hey, before we uh, before we go, Andy, I just want to ask you one quick question. All right. Uh, Top Gun 2. How do you feel about Top Gun 2? All right. Top Gun 2. The new Top Gun. Have you seen any of the new trailers yet? I saw the first one. Okay. I will tell you this, Patrick. I am an unapologetically a large fan of... <laughs> kind of weird way to say it yeah that was weird of tom cruise yeah i'm a big tom cruise fan great guy like mostly based on scientology though right yeah that's what you <laughs> i love his work in scientology <laughs> um anything tom cruise is in i will watch because he is wonderful um the man knows how to run he can run he dude. can run do you remember the firm? Do you, do you remember the movie The I Firm? I watched that like a few months ago. That dude, yeah. that he ran more than Forrest Gump in that movie, yeah. and and fast. He did. Yeah, there's one one scene where, briefcase he, where, where he finds out. You know, the big. I'm not going to tell you the whole review. Yeah, don't spoil the firm. Out. It's 45 years old. But <laughs> 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 too soon, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to tell. You know, it, The Firm is a treat. Go watch The Firm. It is music, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. I kind of Wilford Brimley's in it. With the music. Wilford Brimley, Brimley yeah. is such a badass. So if you're from Utah, I I, I bumped into Wilford Brimley a couple years ago. What was he doing? Where did you bump into him? What was he so doing? Over at the, over at the uh, Cow Ranch. Cow Ranch? Yeah. What's that? That's like a cowboy store. Like a... Like it's like a hardware store, but they have like Western stuff oh, in there like for horses and stuff. I was wondering what stuff. you were doing in a cowboy store. Oh, I, I'm a horse. What? What are you? I live in Lehigh. What would I? It's like a requirement. Drive your Tesla to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to Top Gun. Back Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> the man knows how to run. I I will be watching that movie, but I will tell you, I have not seen the first one. I haven't seen the Dude, first I Top get, Gun. I got speechless for about a second. <laughs> you haven't seen the first one? No. I know plenty about it. Like I know there's like sexy volleyball oh. scenes and stuff like that, but I have not seen it. Oh my gosh! I Andy. think I watched it and I fell asleep like ten minutes in, and that's I, like the I've best never part. Gotten back to it. The beginning's like the best part, man. I How'd you asleep? fall asleep? I don't know. I was young. Holy cow! You know, I, I didn't know that much. Yeah. I, you know, I still have to go back to that one. Okay, we were, we were talking. You got to watch it. You have to watch it. The first one. Yeah. You can't watch the first one without... I can't see the second one without seeing the first one. Can't I, though? No. That would be wrong. That would be, like, misguided. <laughs> right? I don't know. <clears throat> you don't know any of those characters. I, I did jump in. You don't in. deeply know the relationship between Maverick, Slider, and Goose. I don't. I don't but you know what? I did jump into... <laughs> um, uh, what's that? What's that sh- That movie you love so much? Um, Fast and the Furious. I jumped into Hobbs and Shaw without having seen any Fast and the Furious since the very first one. Yeah, yeah. And that was there's cool. a difference. We're t- there's Top Gun, and then there's the greatest franchise of all time. <laughs> the reason why Fast and Furious is the greatest franchise of all time is because you can jump in at any point. Is that the reason why? Yeah. Really? That's one of them. Hmm. That's just one of them, but that's a whole other topic for another day. You need, you need to watch Top Gun. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. I do need to watch it. And it's about leadership. I don't know if you know this. Is it? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I am. It, it's about the pitfalls of leadership, mm. and when you lead correctly, and when you fail, hundred percent. Get rid of the planes. Get rid of everything. It's about leadership. It's like, it's like a really good leadership manual. It's the only one. It's the one I pres- uh, 
subscribe to? Subscribe to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talk about the third day here at work wow. with the design team. I was like, dude, Top Top Gun is about leadership. That's what it's about, hundred percent. Are you guys all going as a design team to see the movie? I think we should. I, I probably have knuckleheads like you that haven't even seen the first one on my team, though. But That's absolutely true. Yeah. A bunch of 20-year-olds running around up here. Yeah. I've never even seen Top Gun. <laughs> um, no. Uh, the, it, it opens. I don't know if you remember the opening before you fell asleep. But it opens with Slider. His, his co- not his co-pilot, but... They're out doing. They're out dog fighting. There's uh, there's Maverick and Goose and Slider and his guy. I can't remember who it is. They're out there fighting. Slider gets shook up and he can't land. He can't land his plane hmm. on, on the aircraft carrier, right? So Maverick, Maverick goes out. That's why he's Maverick. That's why he's such a badass. That's why you love Tom Cruise. Maverick's character breaks all the rules so that Slider can land safely. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Leadership one on one. Yeah. Do what you have to do for your guys, for your people. Yeah. But I don't know if you know that Goose dies in Top Gun. I don't know if you've heard. Yeah, that there's before. a, there's a. Okay. I, I knew something about that. Spoiler alert. Uh, when <laughs> when Maverick is not being a good leader, he gets Goose killed. Okay. It's an illustration of when you're a good leader, this happens. Mm-hmm. When you're a bad leader, this happens. Yeah. When you're too self-absorbed, this happens. And then it comes back around to, I know he's mature. He's a senior designer now. He's mature uh, after that. Okay. Got to go through the ringer. Yeah. Watch the beginning of Top Gun. Look at Tom Cruise's face. Watch the end of Top Gun. Look at Tom Cruise's <laughs> face. Exactly the same. <laughs> oh, and by the way, watch the beginning of Top Gun 1 and watch the end of Top Gun 2. His face looks exactly the same. Yeah, he does. Okay. I'm you just, know, I'm just surprised you haven't seen Top Gun. No, I haven't seen it. There's, there's a couple movies that... You know, I'm actually like a big film person that I haven't seen. Yeah. That I'm. Yeah, you're a movie I'm afraid, buff, man. I'm afraid to tell people. You know. Um, I mean, I get it. If you hadn't seen, if you haven't seen the Buttercream Gang, I get that. It's like four people that did. It's a great show, but there's only like four people. But Top Gun? There was like Nintendo games built about Top Gun, man. You yeah. had to. Like, you should know this. There's, it's it's all throughout like our, yeah. our culture. Yeah. I hear about that stuff all the time. So, like, I, I kind of understand the cultural references just because yeah. I've heard them so many times. So I'm like, do I really need to go see it? I don't know. But Tom Cruise, he's a he is a gift. Mm-hmm. He's a great. And, you know, he, like, the man, like, risks his life. He's this, like, billionaire that risks his life all the time just to entertain humble people like you and me. Yeah, but so do stuntmen. So do yeah, stuntwomen stunt all men, the time. But... They don't like he doesn't have to do it, but he chooses to. Yeah. Compared to all the other actors, like you know, in his his same plane, like he chooses, like in this new Top Gun, like he's flying the plane. Yeah. Like he taught himself how to do all that stuff. I don't know if he did an <laughs> old one, but like he he's literally in there flying the plane, risking his life, and he's not like a professional pilot. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, he's he's an amazing he's an amazing human. He's he a, he's a he's a. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. Can't think of one. He's great. Yeah. He has, he has weird moments, but that that makes him that oh, makes him uh, though, right? that makes him better, yeah. right? Yeah. So far, he hasn't done anything too illegal <laughs> too or illegal. really hurt anyone. But, but he saved the world so many times, Patrick. Every movie, yeah. yeah. Just in the Mission Impossible's alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the 17 Mission Impossible's that they have. 
<laughs> and for that, I am grateful. Uh, yeah, if you've got topics for us, we'll, we'll cut this off. <laughs> Go on forever about this. Uh, yeah, if you have topics, send them in. Topics at designmuch.org or go to designmuch.org. Fill out the uh, contact contact us thing yeah. with your topic. Uh, social media, hashtag designmuchtopics. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah, carrier pigeon, whatever. Just slide into our DMs. Yeah, slide into our, somebody's DM somewhere. Yeah. Uh, give them to us, LinkedIn, whatever. Give, We're us, easy. Uh, give us a rating on iTunes, the old iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, do that too. Yeah, we haven't looked at that in a while. <laughs> I haven't actually. <laughs> check it out. Um, what else? We got t-shirts. You gave away a t-shirt, old Trey. Yeah, Trey man. got a t-shirt. Friend so, of the show, Trey. Friend of the show. He, yeah, his t-shirts are coming in the mail. It's you know, shit. nice. <laughs> it's ordered. It's on its way. Uh, Threadless dot com slash design much. Is that so. it? I think so. Something like that. <laughs> um. Yeah, we've been posting. Uh, we've posted some of the episodes on YouTube, right? Right, Andy? Yes, not all of them though. Not all of them. No. We're working on that. It's not going to be like a live video of us sitting no. here at a table talking, but it's not going to be like the Joe Rogan show or anything like that. No, not even close. But uh, still, you know, you could do that too. Many avenues. Many. Okay. Okay, Andy. Okay, Patrick. (laughs) See you next time.